This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you all live from the Zamp Command Center here in almost summertime, Vermont. My name is Bob Fournier, and joining me, as always, my fellow survivors, underground is secure location to the south. We have the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. Howdy, howdy. How are you, Lou? Not too bad, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling, uh, feel like taking a train to work tomorrow? Nope. Nope. Uh, never getting on a train again. Speaking of never getting on a train again, we have Canada's own Ryan Murphy. Yep. I don't that, go on trains. Sense. No? I just don't. Something about trains, I don't trust trains. They just, they're always moving in one direction. How do they turn around? That's the real now, question. No, I, I have a question for both of you. <laughs> <laughs> This really, Lou? You're no. just gonna like you're just gonna no. whiz past that one? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Speaking of trains, I just I, I I thought of something that I should ask you. What's the longest train ride you guys have taken? Hmm. Uh, now, if we want to talk about a bus ride, boy, do I have a story for you. Uh, I don't train. want to play your story. No, no. Uh, my I'm train ride was. Oshawa to Toronto, which isn't far. It's about like twenty to thirty minutes. See, I, I see. The thing is, like, I've taken like tons of trains and T's and stuff like that in my life, like being in Boston. Hmm. But I don't think I've ever taken taken a long train ride. Now that I think about it, like well, Boston to where I used to live, uh, or even going to visit my parents when I lived in Boston, the train ride was like what, like an hour and ten minutes, like at the most. Yeah. So. I have taken a train from Boston to Florida. Wow. When I was a kid. That sounds like a long train ride. Uh, the train is not fast. Uh, as a kid, I, uh, it was it was a day and a half on a train. It was not that's, fun. That's rough. That's rough. Can you you can't really do anything, right? I mean, nope, we were in coach. So you had chairs and that was it. Ugh. You could go to the dining car. Ew, ooh. Wow. That was it. Are there, so, like, how are bathrooms on trains? Are they like airplane bathrooms, just really uncomfortable yep. and small, like closets? Yep. Yep. Mm. <laughs> That's my worst fear, is pooping in a closet. I just don't want to do it. You know? I've done it plenty of times. Oh, well. And you've survived to tell the tale. And I feel so, hey, tiny, I... I'm a tiny person. I fit in any size bathroom. <laughs> I am not a tiny person, and you know, pooping in closets is one of my worst fears. So, hey, before we get into the show, dude, just want to do a quick shout. Oh, have we not our... started yet? Is that what's happening? Oh, shit. am I behind again? <laughs> um, quick shout out to our friend Lou Page over here, who uh, was a guest on the uh, oh, the yeah. show uh, uh, Current Geek with uh, Scott Johnson and Tom Merritt. Uh, how was that, Lou? That was a fun time. I yeah, was nervous at first. Yeah, no, you got, you did great on the show, and it was it was good to to get that zombie trivia. You you nailed it pretty well there. I was pretty proud of you. And there was a couple of them where I knew I was off by like one number, but yeah, I'll be completely honest with you. 
you did way better than I would. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, go check out. Uh, it's uh, Scott Johnson on the Frog Pants Network. Uh, it's called Current Geek. If you've never heard of it, it's a great show anyway. But uh, go support Lou in the the episode that he did, and uh, it was a great great episode. So also, nice job, Lou. Thank you. Also, who knew we knew so much about Fear the Walking Dead, a yeah, show know, we don't right? really like. I know. That's the best part. All right. He did a great job. I just wanted to chime in there and and, and also just say, like, yeah, did a great job on Current Geek. And if you're looking to start Current Geek up, it's one of the it's was it was one of the one of the greater episodes that they've done in a long time. Just a solid podcast. And, 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 you know, it's not just because Lou was on it. I think it was just they had the right amount of news. Steven Schleicher is a great guest as well. And there was just a lot of good stuff. And the trivia was really fun. Like you both had really good topics. And um yeah it was it was a good episode so check that out yeah Kirky. i disagree i think the episode was great because of lou page well i but, mean uh, I'm, we're biased just, but i'm just trying just, to like spread the love around yeah no that's good schleicher's great uh, the the whole show is great it's a, it's a fun show so mm-hmm. but we got we got ourselves uh, a train to catch uh on this episode of uh oh, zombies ate my podcast um but first as always welcome to the news i don't know what the hell's going on in the most wonderful way I don't either. <laughs> I really don't. Um, so we got a uh, battlegrounds. What's it called? It's like player unknown battleground, right? Player unknowns battleground. Player unknowns battlegrounds. It's a um, competitive first-person shooter. It's uh, basically a, a, a copy of your your H one Z ones, your DayZs kind of thing. Um, it was a um, yeah, kind of funny. You know, we've gone from. You know, H1Z1 and Daisy. So you have Daisy, right? Let me see if I get this chronologically right. Daisy is an open world zombie survival game, right? Based on Arma. Based on Arma. Yeah. And it was about killing zombies and fighting off other survivors, right? Yeah. Then H1Z1 comes out. And it's kind of like an upgraded Daisy. It's in. Uh, Ryan and I played uh, Daisy. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So H1Z1 comes out and they do a great thing where they, you know, have a great uh, open world zombie survival. But then they have this other one where it's all of a sudden uh, they call it King of the Kill, where they just drop a bunch of players into this open world and they last one alive wins, right? Uh, or the last team alive if you're playing team games. Um, so then another game comes out called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is essentially H1Z1's King of the Kill. And now we've gone full circle because now there's in Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is a zombie mode. Yeah. So it's like a big giant circle of like you know what what happens here, but it's kind of along the same lines. I I've only played uh, or I've seen people play Battlegrounds. I kind of want to play it. I haven't haven't really picked it up yet, but I I kind of like those games. I don't know. Are you guys into those? Eh. Eh. No, I'm not. I'm not big on these these open world you know fight your way through create your world type things like the early access yep. type I was, you know, typical I was, early access i was okay with them when we first had a few but now steam has piles and piles of them and i look at them and i go oh if there was one or two of these games it might be fun but now it's like you're expecting me to spend 30 or 40 hours wandering around so that i can build a shack in the woods to defend from zombies i don't care <laughs> i I've got more important things to do. I've like got the, uh, movies to watch. Like making your TV. own house defensible. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The important stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and, and the, you know, it's it's just kind of funny. You know, we've 
I just like the fact that we've gone all the way around here from getting starting with a game that was about zombies to getting away from the zombies to adding in more zombies. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a typical progression. This is a community mode that's been added. It's not official, but it is, it is basically a mod uh, in this game. And uh, it's popular with streamers, and it's just one of those typical add-ons. Like, zombies and these type of open-world competitive games, um, it just fits naturally uh, within the, the, the wireframe of the game. So it, it's not surprising that it's here. And honestly, I really think it's just a cry for help. You know, like people just oh, really crap, want crap. Left 4 Dead 3 and Valve, come on. Come oh on. Oh my god, that would be amazing. If Why you just gave us Left 4 Dead 3, we wouldn't have to keep shoving zombies into every open world competitive game. Just give us <laughs> Left 4 Dead 3. Just give us Left 4 Dead 3. Just just save That's us all. all. That's what we really want, right? Isn't E three coming? Maybe maybe there's hope. No, Valve is way too busy making money off of like you know the Steam marketplace, and they'll they'll find a way to free to play it, and then maybe we'll get Left for Dead three. But I don't think they have any interest in developing a one off product. May- oh, huh. what could you do? What could you sell in Left for Dead to make it so it was like profitable? Like hats. What would you sell? Uh, if you were gonna backpacks Ooh, i like but isn't it a first well no i guess the hats is also f- how do team fortress 2 like hats work in, you say in game like stuff like that yeah you like buy shit like customizable stuff that they can uh, sell yeah. us see i don't like that like you could uh, you could do like weapons and stuff but i don't really like that but what they should do is make a bunch of plushies that you could buy in real life i would love a I think they plushie. did that did they plushies like where did that you know, go of what stuffed animals you know like i want a the zombies oh i want oh. a boomer a boomer i think they did that uh, I'm a boomer. yeah they probably did yeah i don't know in-game stuff i mean i guess the only thing you could do is like costumes and weapons and stuff like that it just or hats i guess but maybe they could just maybe they could just sell a game no valve isn't nice. interested in doing that like I, I think valve the valve we knew that developed one-off products no longer existed they have one of the hallmark franchises that is half-life and they're doing nothing with it Portal. voice lines hmm they could sell voice lines yeah you could sell yeah you could sell voice lines you could sell characters you could sell like uh skins i hate everything yeah just every character just says that for free but you have to pay for the other lines uh i'm not trying to be like cynical or negative here but it's just that's that's the trend that valve has displayed and uh i don't think they're interested in making a game that doesn't benefit them on a on a day-to-day basis yeah well let's let's not talk about something that might never happen let's talk about Mm. something that's definitely going to happen i wish we were talking about this next (laughs) news story as if it was never happening (laughs) <laughs> George A. Romero presents Road of the Dead. Stanley lookalike, I, he's back, everybody. I, I'm not joking. He's the Road of the Dead. So Road Warrior Road of the Dead meets Rollerball at a NASCAR race with its significant inspiration from Ben Hur. Am I thinking of a different Ben Hur, guys? That's like the, no, the Bible thumping so, video, isn't it? Like uh, the so so <laughs> the story is based about an island where zombie prisoners race cars in an arena for entertaining. With rich the people. zombies race the cars. 
the zombies race the cars is what the IMDb says. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we have to watch this. I I almost feel compelled oh, to no. watch this. We're gonna we, we we when this comes out, we will be watching it. But it doesn't mean we will like it. You know. So so this is not Romero himself is not doing this project solo. Um, his second unit director from Survival of the Dead. Diary of the Dead and Land of the Dead uh, is also co-wrote and directing this with him. So this guy, Matt Berman, the guy that you're talking about, right? Yep. I mean, is that is that the guy? Yeah. I don't get it because I'm looking at it, and if you look at his IMDb background, he was a stunt driver for a lot of it. <laughs> what? Um, and a stunt coordinator. So I can kind of see why he would want to do Road of the Dead. But if it's really zombies racing cars, I think George is done, guys. <laughs> like, it was hard enough for me to watch Land of the Dead where zombies hey, started firing machine you're, guns. You're forgetting his comic book series from Marvel. As, is being turned into a live-action TV show. So we will be getting in more Romero soon. <laughs> I don't like... Okay, we watched uh, what was I, Survival I of the right Dead. Now. Like, it was bad, guys. I will tell you right now. The last one of his films that I enjoyed was Land of the Dead. Diary of the Dead is moderately okay. It's not total garbage. But Survival of the Dead, no. I, I can't even sit through that movie again. It, I, I can't even tell you what it's about. Because it makes no sense. I don't You know... God, I'm worried. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to find pictures of it. I found like one picture, but I don't think it's really from that movie. But it is a zombie driving a car. <laughs> yep. But, um, I don't know, man. Road of the Dead. It's It's coming. And we'll be covering it. It will be interesting. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say about it. it just no. it kind of bothers me because like we watch a movie for this episode, and uh, it's you know we watch Train to Busan, but it you, know, you watch a movie like that and you're like, man, this genre is so good. And then you hear things like that from the guy that created zombies, and you're like, man, that's garbage. <laughs> like I don't know. Just worrisome. (laughs) So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes, I guess. But uh, we also have um, production beginning on Disney Channel's Zombies for a 2018 premiere. So, Disney's getting in on the zombie action, too. They're bringing a a teen. uh, what, What are those called? Like. Boy meets world kind of thing. Oh, uh, uh, Team Bop, Team Team. Yeah, they're bringing zombies to Team Bop. Team Bop. Yeah. Bop it, twist it. Uh, guess, uh, guess what? I don't care. I don't think oh. any of us care. You know what we could do is we could delete this news and talk about the fact that it's not in the news. We should probably talk about it. Did you guys watch the Wormwood TV series for <laughs> six minutes on IGN? Did you guys watch? I that? Yes, not. I did. I I didn't watch it yet. It was amazing the was it it was i I will go 
I will go as far as to say is it might actually be better than the film was itself, and the film was really? pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Yeah, we actually had the people who um, who who did the uh, the movie like comment on some of our posts on Facebook when we talked about it, and yeah, it was it, it was kind of cool. And when we watched that movie, it was it was really good, and it's called Wormwood Chronicles of the Dead, and, and it's on Netflix. What? Oh, the movie is. The movie is. Yeah. Yeah, the, the movie's on Netflix. The TV show isn't out until... Uh, well, we don't know when it's coming out, right? No, but the, but this was supposed to be their proof, their proof of concept. So do we know yeah. when, when it's... like? <clears throat> is this in production? Is it coming It soon? is in production now, okay. from everything I've read. And it has the, it has characters from the movie, so it's not like it's one of those like in the same universe. It has characters that were. It's a continuation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is fantastic. I'm so excited for this, and it continues the quirky humor, the bloody gore, the the characters, the zombies as fuel, the weird experiments from like faceless scientists. Stop! Stop listening. To pause the show. Don't like delete the okay. episode and not come back. But pause the show. Go watch it. It's six minutes long. It's amazing. It's probably some of the best movie or uh, zombie TV out there r- right now. And that, I'm not just saying that because, oh, well, Ryan, Walking Dead is it's not on right now. It's like, no. It's, <laughs> it's probably, totally it's really different good. from Walking Dead. Yeah, we had, and it, yeah. exactly. It's, it's, not a, not, it's not a drama. Exactly. It is an action. It's got more in common with Ash versus Evil Dead than it does Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, that was the one that uh, we had some fun on Facebook with the guys that made that movie. That was uh, that was a lot of fun with those guys, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just, they, it, they seemed like pretty down-to-earth guys. I liked it. I think someone <clears throat> tagged the, their Facebook page in one of our comments, and they said, oh, yeah, B-movies are the best. And we watched yeah. their episode, and we uh, we told them, yeah, we watched it, and we really we really dug it. And, and we did. I thought it was it was just – it's similar to what we're going to talk about in our topic with Train to Busan in that it was – it was fun to watch zombies imagined from a different culture, you know, with a different a different twist on it, based on the fact that it's coming from a different part of the world, you know, where even though Wormwood was in Australia, I think it was Australia, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was in Australia, it was still English speaking actors and stuff, but it still had that Australian twist to it, whereas with Train mm. to Busan, it's South Korean, so obviously there's subtitles and whatnot, but it, it was it still had- nice to see that. Yeah. Yeah, we also, um, you know, not to change the subject too quick, but uh, Doctor Who, is Doctor Who getting some zombies too? Yeah, I, um, I'm i one of those, like, Doctor Who fans because I got Has into it. like seen an episode? No, no, no. I, I've, I've watched, um, I got really into it and watched pretty much the Eccleston years all the way through Matt Smith into, like, the first few episodes of Peter Cabaldi and... Uh, uh, and I just I couldn't stick with it, but I saw this note, and I keep meaning, oh, I got to go back, I got to go back, I got to watch it because this is the final <clears throat> year of Peter Capaldi, yeah. and the fact that uh, they have a zombie episode, and I think they've had zombie episodes before. Am I the only Doctor Who fan? No, that... okay, they, they've had they have had uh, zombie-ish episodes before, but they haven't had one in a couple of seasons. So this is a nice bring back to stuff they did back when Tennant was the doctor cool yeah so i've only ever seen some of the eccleston ones um 
But is this just kind of cashing in on the zombie trope too, or is this going to be a legitimate thing? You think? Uh, this is just cashing in for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is. I, I don't picture that this is going to be a reoccurring thing. No. No. Well, not reoccurring, but I mean, is it? Is it kind of fit with the whole Doctor Who thing, or is yes. it just different? Yes. Okay, uh, they, that, they that's did, what I was kind of wondering. Because they, they did they they did an episode back when Tennant was. Uh, the doctor where it was called like the ghosts of mars or something like that or the waters of mars and yeah. it was like there was a life form that was turning them into zo- like water zombies where all they did was drool water and it was really <laughs> creepy creepy and weird and the doctor ends up having to like find their way to kill the life form but anybody that was basically infected has to die that's and- interesting it, 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 so they've done the zombie trope before, but it sounds like this time they did something different and new. Oh, so well, that's good. I'll though. take it. I'll take it. Yeah, that's good. No, I'm. I'm. I've always wanted to watch Doctor Who. It's just like I watched the first like four or five episodes, I think, with uh, in the first season. And I was like, the show's pretty neat, and I just I never got around to it for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but hey, you know, we only live once and a half in our lives, so yeah. Uh, I just want to make a quick announcement before we get into our news topic. Done it. Next week concludes Resident Evil. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, Resident Evil, the final chapter. Finally, I will have watched all the live action Resident (laughs) Evil movies. Ever. Never again will I have to watch a live-action Resident Evil movie for this show. There's no way they're going to make more of these. They just finished the sixth one. I mean, they got to put to rest for a little bit, right? No, there's reboots coming. Ryan. What? There's a, there's a reboot coming. No. <laughs> really? Oh, God. Yeah, so, so yeah, you're going to watch the, uh, the final chapter. Next Except week, it's right? not the final chapter. They're rebooting it for some Turns reason. out the, it is the final chapter. In but we're going to go step. back to chapter one, mm. and we're going to start over. Did you guys and ever, like, read the leaked script for, uh, I guess not the leaked script, but, like, the summary of the leaked script for the Resident Evil movie that George A. Romero was making? I've read the original, I've read the actual script. Lou Lou actually wrote it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was like Jill Jill Valentine and and Chris Redfield getting it on and stuff. I've actually read that script. and It it makes what we got look like a masterpiece. Oh, perfect. So it's it's (laughs) good they went with Paul W.S. Anderson. This whole whole scene, like the mansion is basically where the majority of that film, that script takes place. But like... Jill's dad was once a thief that was wrongfully put in jail. Chris is like half Native American and like he goes through a secret shortcut and ends up inside a tree. <laughs> out like he this this horseback riding with guns to shoot the zombies and this this, this script is awful. Yeah, I didn't really I didn't get yeah. that far. I've That's read the whole thing. Well, you are the busy zombie lord, so that's that's good. Yeah, we uh, the the fact that they're rebooting this. I, I mean, we have we have a movie still to talk about, so I didn't want to. I don't want to get into this too much because I feel like next week will be better poised. I think it's going to be our topic next week. We're going to talk about the Resident Evil movie reboot and what we would like to see. What 
they the I think the reboot was was leaked and then Deadline reported that they have a writer and they have a director. So by next week we should know who's playing all the major characters and when they're going to start filming. So um, I, I I I would suspect we might know when they're going to film. I don't think we'll know cast. I know. Yeah. I was- just joking around but yeah i'm gonna watch resident evil the final chapter this weekend uh wish me luck it's been out on dvd slash blu-ray for the last week so it's gonna happen i don't have to watch it right no i, I you i mean you can if you want i'm not gonna stop you I, I i might not have anything to do monday maybe i'll watch it yeah as monday's a holiday for you guys no excuses yeah well th- that 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 and the other thing too is is I haven't watched since the third movie, so I'm curious as to what it would be like to watch it having not seen, like, four, five, and six. I don't think it would matter, to be honest with you. I don't <laughs> think any of it matters. I don't think I'm going to be that lost. <laughs> All right, so should we do this? Should we get into our topic of the week this week? I'm let's excited. Do it. All right, let's do it. We kick shit and eat snakes. That's what we do here on the show, and this week we uh, watched a little movie called uh, Train... To Busan. Hmm. I've actually taken that train. No, I'm just kidding. Um, You've been to Busan? So this is a movie. Now, you can't... You can get it. How did you get it, Ryan? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. So you can watch it on Netflix? Yep. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Did you Um, pull clips at all? I know it's a foreign film, so it'd be just like... And here's the clip where the father has a really important thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Let me translate this for you. I didn't I think... pull any clips from the movie because I just there was some funny sounds and some creepy sounds, but all of it would just kind of be weird, to be well, honest with you. So, I've watched foreign films. I've watched Japanese horror movies. I've watched Jap- I've watched German zombie movies. I've watched all kinds of stuff. Uh, and the one thing I have to give this movie credit for is the amount of extras in zombies mm. running around in background scenes in this movie is well above what I've seen in most foreign zombie films. Like, uh, like, and they even do a segment in when they first get on the train and the zombies show up on the train, uh, where like they do a like world war Z, like zombies climbing over each other thing. They only do it once, but when they do it, it's creepy. Yeah. And it has, so the movie, um, has this weird like a lot of movies don't do this very well where they switch from extras to cg and they do it very well and maybe they're not switching to cg but it looks it's just got that right amount they of fake are. okay good they are but the thing is is they don't unlike what i think we see a lot in hollywood now where they just they're so confident in their cg they hold it in front of you and go look at what's awesome and you go, oh, no, you've held it there too long. I've seen it. This movie, it was like three seconds of footage. Like, yeah. literally, you only, like, you snap your finger and the scene is over. And you, it, it's just enough that you knew if you were watching, you could tell that that was likely CG. But other than that, you know, because if, if they'd done what they were showing, like people climbing over each other, somebody would have gotten hurt. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I, I got to tell you, um, even though this was uh, subtitled for us, I felt like, in a weird way, it was almost written for American, you know, North American viewers, too, because a lot of it was just, it was almost like you didn't need the dialogue to understand what was going no, on you sometimes. Could, if, if you really watched, 
I've, I've watched most of this movie while on a treadmill at the gym. Yeah. So sometimes I really wasn't paying attention to the subtitles. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I never felt lost. I always understood what was going yeah. on. Just a little always- sidebar here too, Lou. I just want to ask you a question before you get too far into that. When you watch this on the treadmill at the gym, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. When the zombies were chasing them, did you run faster on the treadmill? Yes. Okay, because I, I, I actually watched this while I was actually having an elliptical downstairs. And I found myself, anytime there was a chase scene and they were running from zombies, I was running on my elliptical faster. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was doing the exact same thing. Okay. I just want was... to make sure it wasn't me before we get too far. So, yeah. Like you said, you could kind of follow along without actually trying to read that dialogue the entire movie, you know? And yeah. I was really impressed by that. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I think the movie was a great movie overall. It was definitely... I don't want to say predictable, but it was definitely a very Hollywoodish type of point A to the end and what happens in between. You can kind of all the the normal tropes, you know what I mean? Like you think this guy's dead, but actually he comes back and he lied about it. And, hmm. you know, the antagonist goes through a lot and, you know, realizes, you know, Ryan and I were talking pre-show. Like Ryan He's, was a little surprised, but I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of saw it coming. The, the only trope the whole film that I really didn't enjoy is that our hero dies in the end. Yeah. That's what Ryan and I were talking about. It's a huge trope in zombie movies for your main character to die and sacrifice himself for saving the other group. I almost feel like it's overdone now, like almost too much. So, so when it, when I saw him fighting that guy at the, on the, on the, the, the steam engine thing at the end, I went, Oh, he's going to get bit. And then, like, as soon as I said it, he got bit. And I went, yep, uh, now yeah. he's going to die. The kid's going to cry. And he's going to jump off the back of the train and kill himself. Yep, there we go. There's a movie. I mean, it, it, it was predictable, but, I mean, the, it, the, it, you, you easily could have seen it going the other way. And I almost feel like the other way is, is worse, you know, where he... I don't. You really, really, like, he triumphs and they live happily ever after? No, like, it, 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 it's not happily ever after. It, it, what would it have meant meant for him, her, and the kid to stumble into that military scene we get at the end? Well, you know, I would have been shocked because the only reason she was singing was because she was upset. Yeah, yeah. Well, which yeah. I guess maybe would have made a, a darker what a twist ending. But I, I, uh, I, I really like this movie, and I would. I don't want to sound like that guy, but I feel like if you were to make an American version, it it could be it could be really good. I, I feel like you could probably we couldn't do American version of this. Why not? The train systems here in America, it wouldn't make sense. Okay, a Canadian one then. Like I made like an English speaking movie where I, I'm not trying to say that this movie was bad because there were subtitles. I, I don't mind subtitles, but I think that. What you said originally is that this was written for an American audience is very true because it felt like it could easily be, you know, transported into a, a North well, American I, release. I, I don't think it's that it, it, it was written for a North American audience necessarily. I think that they left out a lot of Korean culture hmm. so that it was enjoyable for an a, a entire world audience. You could watch this and identify, oh, yeah, those guys getting on the train are baseball players. 
oh, that's right. Baseball is really popular in Korea. That's why they're wearing kind of old-fashioned uniforms. Okay, right. makes sense. And they're wearing their uniforms on the train because that's what baseball players... They're going to a baseball game in Busan. Did you not pick up that yeah. subplot? I, I Yes, but <laughs> they didn't... They were They were wearing their uniforms on the train, not putting them on at the stadium. Man, you got to be a team player, right? Yeah, you know, you got to. How else are you going to get? But the, I, but I also think I think I think that you. I think that's a cultural thing. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, and I, but what I'm what I'm saying is basically you could you could take this this movie shot for shot and turn it into a, an English release. You know, whether it's a, a train train to train to Toronto or 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 train to Vancouver. I don't know. Those are two locations that our audience will understand because they're popular Canadian cities. I I feel like it would be easily transported. Not to say that this movie was was bad because it was South Korea. I actually think it's probably one of the better zombie movies I've seen it, in a long if time. If this movie was to come to America mm-hmm. and they were to do something like this, it would have to take place in California. Sure. Because I feel like California is the one state where I think you can pretty much catch a, a bullet train from, like, say, Washington straight State down to the su- southern part of California, like, in one go. So, and that would probably, those trains are high speed. You could probably do that in, like, six or seven hours, which is pretty much about the course of what this movie take, would probably took them, like, their adventure. Yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying, and I, I, I do understand what Ryan's saying, too. I, I think um, I think it worked for this movie, though. I think the yes. setting worked. I think the idea of something in South Korea like that, just when I think of South Korea, I think of just like a condensed population, you know. Um, right. They did a really good job with the logistics. They always let you know where they were going. Like you yeah. knew Busan was southern end of the country of the country so like you knew they were going from north to south like it it, it, you as an audience member didn't know need to know korean geography to know where they what was going on yeah yeah exactly but it just it felt right you know yeah yeah but uh, you know i i enjoyed i the movie itself i really really enjoyed um I don't know the whole. It just made me reinvigorated for the the zombie genre. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I like the the fast paced action throughout, like you know, just almost the entirety of the movie. And like we talked about, even though there was some tropey stuff to it, I thought that they handled even the tropey stuff well. Um, nothing was kind of too far fetched, and yeah, I just overall watching, it, I was like, man, we need a really good zombie movie out here. You know, well, like soon. Well, I don't know if you guys caught the news this morning, mm. but Train to Busan had some news this morning. Oh, I didn't know. No. Really? What was it? Uh, we're getting an animated prequel. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, was announced today. Wow. Well, that's interesting. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. what are what are your thoughts on an animated prequel? Uh, I think that it's being done for budget constraints. I I have a funny feeling that this movie costs a lot to make. So, or at least a decent amount of money to make. And by making an animated movie, they can kind of give us what we got. But probably for a way lesser budget. Huh. 
I don't necessarily hate that idea either, right? I no, and I, I, I will tell you, I think, I think as uh, people have listened to us over the years, I'm really not a fan of the prequel thing, but it really doesn't need to be a prequel in truer sense. It could just be another story going on concurrently to, like, they could be calling it a prequel, but it could be about the facility where this apparently has began. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And that way, it, it, it's a prequel, but it's not really a prequel. Those heroes could end up, like, someplace else or on another train going someplace else kind of thing. Yeah, th- this is actually out next week. Is it? Yeah, the, uh, it'll be on iTunes Tuesday, the 30th. So <laughs> that's, that's, that is some news drop. Like, the, the, this prequel wow. is coming out uh, next week, and... Uh, is it a fully f- a full movie? Like it's it's gonna be a fully fleshed out movie. Is that what it is? Like anime, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Soul Station. Yeah. It is ninety two minutes. So Soul Station, Soul Soul would be in the in the northern part of South Korea, right? So yes. it's it's looking at a different end of the country. So maybe maybe this is the well, it's a prequel, and it looks like there's a lot of zombies. So maybe this is where the the virus originated. It looks interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm down with it. I don't, I don't know. It, it's funny because so the movie opens and it's like we're getting the very beginning of it. I feel like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. You. I don't know. I, I guess it'd be interesting, but I don't know. It just well, this, I, this I, is I, one of they're those. They're calling it. They're calling it a prequel, but it, from everything I'm reading, it doesn't really sound like it's a prequel. It sounds like it probably started starts before Train to Busan <laughs> began, but ends up running concurrent with this story just another like you know and that that's fine too i understand that you know i was kind of thinking during this movie um man fear the walking dead should have started like this Um, yes it was it was fun because it was like all right well we get a little bit of backstory with the main you know hero here with his daughter and he's always too busy for her right and then like the next day, it's like, bam, like, this guy, this deer, like, this is just, it was just crazy, you know, just how quickly it picked up from, like, the moment that we we found something, you know? Like, the like it just went from no zombies to mass to, panic about zombies. Right. Like, and I like that, though. I, I like, I hate the, the Fear of the Walking Dead, and I, I understand realistically, if zombies were coming to fruition, it would probably be well, more like Fear of the Walking Dead, but... Well, the thing I liked about this was anybody that seemed to get bit, their change didn't happen like snapping your finger. It felt like their change took 5, 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes. Yeah. But... If they died from their bite or from something while that was going on, they turned instantly. Yeah, well, that was, that was interesting because I was trying to figure that out. And now that you said that, it's actually kind of a little more clearer to me now because I was always – you always wonder about, like, how fast people turn. It always seems convenient in movies for someone to, you know, turn slowly and then another one to turn – you know, immediately, right. but that kind of makes sense. I like that. No, yeah, because there's, there's, there's a scene in the movie where somebody uh, is, is like, bit, but they're, like, still running away, 
And then another zombie grabs them and rips their throat out. And literally, like, three seconds later, that person is a zombie. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. So do you that, feel like they've... Do you feel like they've played, they've taken the zombie tropes, the the zombie rule book, and added a, a added an extra layer that just makes sense as opposed to just complicating things? They said like, well, if you're if if you get bit, you're infected, and you die, you're boom, you're a zombie as long as your head's still attached. Like, I I think they they respected the the zombie genre really, you know, they respected it. They did they they everything they did they did really well. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, there are obviously those classic zombie films, that, the the more recent ones that that I hold in high regard, like Dawn of the Dead remake and and Shaun of the Dead and and Zombieland. But this one's up there, like in terms of and, and you know, I'm not big on foreign films, uh, but this one's one of those that was very interesting to watch. And honestly, you're right. Like if you looked away or didn't watch the subtitles, you could still gather what was going on because it was well acted. You could tell yeah. that like. Oh, this is a father who's trying to connect with his daughter, and I, I feel like, the, yeah. And the other thing that you that, that I liked about the film is they start the film by making you think maybe he's a jerk, mm. and what you realize is that there's more going on. He's not really a jerk; he's trying to keep food on their table. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you're like, oh, okay, he's not neglecting her because, like, work is more important. It's more like. He needs to make sure he keeps food on the table. Right, exactly. And, and whatever's going on with him and his 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 wife he's separated from, it's got nothing to do with the kid. The kid is just caught up in the situation. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, yeah it's real it, life, it, man. It, it's it, it, absolutely exactly. real life. It's 100% real life where you're not... It's not like, yeah, he's a jerk, but he's going to redeem himself. It's more like, yeah, he's a dude that's got problems. And over the course of this movie, he realizes how small his problems were. But, you know, it it wasn't ham-fisted. But, but yeah, but the, the, it felt like there was a lot of human stories going on. And honestly, probably better than any zombie movie that's ever been put out there uh, in terms of a human story that felt very believable. You know, f- like you said, father trying to provide, but his family's imploding because he's trying to provide in a way that is and the kids just don't get it you know yeah his mother gets it you know his wife uh, you know isn't appreciative of the way he's going about it because they're divorced and she's in busan and and, and he's in mm-hmm. wherever and yeah. it, it's just a real human story and i don't even think you get that type of quality you know set up in the walking dead which is a drama no you know and uh it's just fantastic to see that and you wouldn't expect um now i'm not suggesting that films made outside of the states don't have emotional you know um emotional stories or or grounded stories but you just wouldn't expect a south korean zombie horror film to have that to hold over like any american or any you know uh western world content it's just it's it's actually refreshing and you know i'm pretty sheltered when it comes to this stuff but i I, i'm i was surprised well i mean i think my my example of what we got with this compares to uh, what was that one we watched uh, the Dead versus Red the sequel to the the, the oh, yeah. Swedish that which the, you know they had tanks rolling down the street and Nazi zombies and stuff like so they had like a budget but you know you only probably saw what 
a hundred zombies max running down the street kind of thing. Like, you know, that was a European movie and they, they put everything looked to be filmed in a small town and they did a really, really good job of giving you a scale in that movie. Mm-hmm. But in this one, there's literally a scene where they're in a train, like a train yard and they're running and you see probably 50, 60 zombies running past them. And then five seconds later, they're running past the train, and the train is full of zombies, too. And that's not CG. That was literally people in makeup in the train banging on the glass. And you're like, oh, wait. They had hundreds and hundreds of extras in this movie. And that, like, that's not something you usually see in a foreign, a foreign movie. I mean, yeah. like an example would be – another good example would be um, 28 Days Later. You know, there's scenes of that where there's dozens and dozens of zombies and people running for their lives because it was, I think, our first introduction to fast-running zombies. But you still didn't get what you saw with this. Like, I I knew that that people had been telling me to see this movie for a while, and I I I wanted to. But being a foreign film, I was expecting lower budget than what we got. So yeah. I was overall very, very impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. <clears throat> I watched that movie, and at the end of it, I said, "I'm glad we watched it." You know, because after everything, <laughs> what, did the, what did we watch last time? Uh, uh, Absolute zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, it just. Oof. <laughs> well, but, I think no. It was good. It was a good watch for me. I think the fact that we watched a foreign film the last time, and it was so bad. That when we when 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 this came up and showed this was what we discussed and we were going to watch, I think I just went, oh great, uh, I don't know, <laughs> and 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 I was five minutes into this and I was like, okay, I haven't seen a zombie yet, but I already like this better than what I got the last time, so I'm one hundred percent sold. Yeah, no, it was it was good. Um, I don't know, Ryan. What are your what are your thoughts overall? Uh, it's. It's it's a it's a great film. It's probably one of the best zombie films I've ever seen, and uh, I think the fact that I know a lot of folks might be turned off by the fact that that's subtitled. It's a South Korean film, but don't let that you know, don't let that shy you away from it. It's, it's only foreign in the sense that they're not speaking the they're not speaking English. Like that's the only thing yeah. that kind of flies in your face as a foreign film uh, or a, a film that is that is not of a North American that we're so used to watching North American flicks that it's like when something comes across from a different country, it's all labeled as foreign and not as great. And I, I would put this above, you know, the last big budget film that we got in the zombie genre was uh, world war Z and man, that this movie makes that movie look really not so hot. Um, yes. So I, I, I think train to Busan is totally worth watching. It's on Netflix. You, if you have a subscription, check it out. It's it's really really well done and and a great recommendation from the folks who uh, who have been writing in since uh, it's been out on Netflix. I know a lot of folks have been asking me to watch it, so it's good. Yeah, good. All right. Well, I think all three of us would recommend anyone to watch that show uh, or that movie uh, if you have Netflix. It's also available on to rent on like Amazon and other YouTube for like four dollars, which is nice. So. Um, you know, really, really excited about that movie. So, if you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, definitely worth a watch. Um, and uh, we'll check out that animated short, or not short, but that animated uh, next week, right? Uh, 
it should be out in a few weeks, so we'll definitely be able to catch it and talk about it. Guys, you're forgetting you're forgetting about The Walking Dead. Oh God, which one? The all Telltale or the Fear or all of it? It's coming back <laughs> in the next two weeks. Or the Resident Evil movie that I'm probably going to watch. No, no, oh, no. My God. I'll take that bullet. All right. Well, you guys, if you want to talk a little bit more about zombies or or catch up with us, uh, Ryan, why don't you tell people where they can do that? Well, you can uh, first of all go to Patreon.com/slash/ZombiesAteMyPodcast and support. Our fine podcast. If you enjoy this here review of Train to Busan and want to support other things like, I don't know, Resident Evil, the final chapter, and making us watch it, go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. <laughs> uh, you can also go to our website, zombies ate my podcast.com, where you can find more links, episodes, all kinds of fun things. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. You can find individual hosts, myself at R. Murphy on Twitter, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob at Bobbert F. And finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the amazing artwork that you see on your there listening device. Find more of his work at joelduggan.com. A dot com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. Penis. Oops. Whoa. Blue Page. Any howdy, last howdy. words? Uh, I don't want to be zombies on a train. Zombies on a train, zombies on a plane, zombies driving race cars. Just run faster on the treadmill. Do you guys think there's money involved in that? Like, what if we like paid people to be zombies chasing you on a treadmill? You'd probably that'd probably be pretty good. You'd make some good money that way. Just, just a thought. I mean, if you think about it, you know, you you get some people to chase you. You run fast. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe.